everyone. I am Erica Bennett, and welcome to Study Religion, a podcast produced in the Religious Studies Department at the University of Alabama. I am a second-year student in the Religion and Culture Master's program in the department, and I have appreciated how the program strives to provide a variety of opportunities in and out of the classroom for grad students to develop our skills as researchers, writers, and academics. One project in particular has recently gained national attention. The Uncivil Religion Project, spearheaded by our very own Mike Altman in collaboration with Jerome Kapolsky and Peter Manso from the Smithsonian National Museum of American History, digitally archives the events that took place during the January 6th attack on the Capitol. On this episode of Study Religion, I sit down with the three first-year grad students, Sierra Einkorst, Phoebe Duke-Moser, and Katie Johnson, who worked with Professor Altman on this project, to discuss their contributions and what they learned from this hands-on experience. Hi, I'm Phoebe. Hi, I'm Sierra. Hi, I'm Katie. I was wondering if you could summarize the project in your own words and what your role was in the project. So the way I like to describe the project is it's a compilation of audio and visual artifacts. So like um, pictures and recordings that were taken on January 6th. And uh, the goal of the project was creating like a localized resource that both the public and scholars could utilize. Um, And then, so for my role at the beginning of the project, when we were just starting out, we had to kind of go through a bunch of artifacts to find what we were going to use on the website because we couldn't use everything because there are so many. So I started out by going through dozens of hours of footage of videos that people had taken and initially posted on like parlor and youtube and twitter but then that had been taken down but they were archived into one central place so i went through videos um, that people had taken to try and find content that related to what our contributing scholars were interested in writing about the project overall i think was um just a reflection on the role that religion played in um, the events of January 6th. Um, My role and our role generally, I guess, was um, mostly like curatorial and administrative. Um, We like didn't write anything, but we were, um, like Sierra said, we were in charge of um, like calling all of the uh, resources that we had available and finding the artifacts. Um, And then, yeah, we like helped put the website together. I would describe the, our project in that it's a digital exhibition of the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Our role primarily was, as Phoebe said, uh, we were essentially curators for the project. We helped along with Mike create the website and do the research to decide what we would exhibit. How, as a first-year graduate student, did you feel about working on this project? I was really excited to work on this project. Um, 
obviously like the Smithsonian is like a really prestigious institution. Um, and it was exciting to be able to, to work on a project um, that was going to have potentially a national audience, like as a first year graduate student. Um, so yeah, I think that was definitely um, an opportunity that I wasn't expecting, but um, was very glad to have. Uh, yes, I think it was a very great opportunity, especially to get experience, like hands-on experience working on something, um, which typically I feel like you don't get, especially an undergraduate. So to really get to work on a project that you get to put your name on was just like an amazing opportunity. Yeah, I agree. Um with what Katie said about like having that hands-on project, you know, you always do like like fake hands-on projects in undergrad, you know, you like design something but it's not like something that you're actually putting out there and that other people are going to access. So, I was I was super excited uh to hear about it because um, in my last year of undergrad, I took a social theory class and we had started talking about QAnon and I got like really interested in studying that. And so then when I found out that we were going to get to work on this project that was related to it in some ways, I was super excited, but it was also obviously a little intimidating at first because you know that really important people are looking at it and are going to read it and you want to make sure that it's like up to the standards. How does this project connect to your larger interest in religious studies? So I'm interested in a career in museums, specifically collections. So once I uh, learned about it and knew that we were working with the Smithsonian, I was super excited because that's pretty much right in line with like my career goals. So to really get to work with something, especially like a different spin on exhibition, you know, you're having a digital project. Um, so it's like learning this new skill that, I, you know, might have to offer in my potential career. Like I mentioned, I like kind of got interested in studying um, like followers of QAnon and whatnot. So it connected in that way. But also um, I'm interested in like the intersection between religion, law and law enforcement. Uh, so all of that was present. And then I want to have a career in federal law enforcement. And eventually what I'd like to do is be able to teach law enforcement agencies about religious studies with the hope of, you know, decreasing misunderstandings or violent situations between law enforcement and groups or people who are labeled as religious. And so working on a project that we, yes, it was academic, but then we also kind of had to tailor it in a way that it would be digestible to the wider public. So like translating that esoteric language into something that was understandable and comprehensible is something that I'd like to do when I, um, you know, interact with law enforcement, because it's like translating something that could be confusing and making it understandable for other people. So I think it related in that way. Broadly, my interests in religious studies have a lot to do with um, just the way that religion uh, like exists and functions in like popular culture. So it was interesting from that angle. I also am doing a library science degree. Um, so from uh, like an archival perspective, 
looking at like um, the narrative of January 6th and how we are choosing to memorialize it and things like that was also interesting. But either way, this American revolution must take place because our sovereignty, our constitution, and our country has been stolen from us. We will accept nothing less. We are going to take our country back. And you know exactly what that means. What was your biggest academic takeaway from this project? Meaning, what was the biggest skill or lesson that you learned about this project that will be useful in your academic journey? I think that the biggest thing I learned was there are a lot of elements that go into designing a website. Um, it's a really big process and you have to take it step by step. Otherwise, it's just kind of chaotic because there's so much that goes into it. So just kind of learning to... Um, be strategic about the way that you go about something is, I think, the biggest takeaway I took from it. So my background isn't in religion. So it's very interesting for me to get essentially like a broad overview of like religion in America. So, you know, getting to see some of the, especially the like the smaller or like the lesser known about groups, that was something that I think is very beneficial for me in my, you know, academic career. Also working on a digital project such as this is something I'm not really skilled at. So I learned a lot of things having to do with, I guess, website interface that I think will be useful. I was not really familiar with the concepts of the digital humanities or the public humanities. Um, I had sort of only encountered them like in undergrad as like just buzzwords kind of. Um, and I know that the digital humanities is something that um, UA's program puts a lot of emphasis on, but that was like sort of not on my radar. So I think just exploring like what the public humanities are, what the digital humanities are, um, and like the potential for doing scholarship in those modes was probably the biggest takeaway for me. What was your biggest personal takeaway from this project? And by that, I mean, what did you find most interesting about this project or the work you did on the project? It was, I mean, just like from a purely human interest standpoint, it was really like kind of amazing to see all of the different people who were there. Um, and like to some extent, we also got to see the reasons why they were there. And I think just as somebody or like as a member of the public who had sort of seen like the mainstream narrative about um, January 6th, it was, it was um, interesting. I keep saying interesting, um, but yeah, it was interesting to, uh, to like be able to see like the nuance. Um, I think for me, it was, I didn't totally have an understanding of just how intense the insurrection was before we started the project. Um, I like obviously I knew it was bad but I didn't know that much about it and so when I started watching the videos that people had taken like inside the Capitol and whatnot it was just it was incredible to me how like large and violent it was because I didn't really have 
a way to conceptualize it until I saw it. And, you know, we like talk about how, um, like we talk about rhetoric and propaganda in the context of like historical instances, but this was like the first time that like I was like living that history and actually like seeing something like that play out. And so just like watching all those videos and like seeing how many people of like all these different backgrounds, like connected whatever they wanted to with their goal. Um, and like how the propaganda and the rhetoric worked. Um, it was just, that was something that I found to be just like really incredible like I don't know yeah I think when people usually like consider those who took place like took part in the insurrection um kind of group them under one category the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus but you know working on this project allowed you to see essentially like the different subcultures that all you know came together took part you know there were so many different groups you know from you know catholics to mormons to you know people part of um i was less familiar with this group until this project but those who were part of like kek or kekistan like it was interesting to see like all these different people come together and like their specific motivations Of all the various digital objects that you went through, are there any that really stuck out to you or stayed with you? What are they and why? Um, one of the things that I came across on Twitter, um, it didn't actually end up being one of the objects that um, was written about, but it was, um, yeah, I think Katie and Sierra already know which one this is, but there was a guy who was walking around um, dressed as a globalist um, non-player character um, a globalist NPC was what his his little sign said, and he was wearing like an Illuminati uh, pyramid on his head, and it was just um, like visually, it was kind of unforgettable. Execute traitors! Execute traitors! Bring them out! Bring them out! Bring them out! Bring them out! It wasn't clear whether he was serious or whether he was trying to be. Uh, ironic but yeah so it was possibly like a satire possibly he is just very anti-globalism so yeah yeah like I said earlier the Keck uh, essay we have really stuck out to me because that was something I had you know pretty much zero knowledge about other than you know casual like internet experience so specifically reading the essay and learning you know the background of it and like some of the other you know similar I guess groups such as the Pastafarians really stuck out to me and also one like video material that we have that I really enjoyed was the uh, Captain Marona uh, just because it was it's just so amazing to see like how dedicated I guess people are like how motivated they are like going so far as to essentially cosplay as a religious figure 
there is a we have a media galleries on the web page that has like sights sounds rituals and there's a signs and symbols section so I got really interested in all the different flags and the different signs that people were carrying around. So you'd see things that you thought were incompatible with each other all present at the insurrection. So like there were LGBTQ for Trump flags, women for Trump, blacks for Trump. Um, But then there were just like so many other things that seemed really unrelated that people were carrying around. So I asked Dr. Altman if I could go ahead and like screenshot flags and upload them onto the website website so that there was a gallery so that people could just like see all these different things. Um, so there were like, you know, Pepe the Frog. Uh, there were Chinese Communist Party signs. There were Jesus is King signs, um, a lot of Trump train, um, you know, the thin blue line flag, but there were just so many different things going on. And I thought it was all really cool. So I um, thought like the flags and the signs that people were carrying were really memorable. Honestly, I think people talk about socialism a little bit too much. The real threat to this country is not socialism, it is globalism. How do you think this project will be received in the academic community? So I think from what I've seen on Twitter, uh, it's been really well received by the academic community. Uh, You know, the Religious Studies Twitter retweeted a lot of what people were tweeting about it. Um, And so I think it's really well received um, and like among scholars. And I think it's, it's really cool to see that. Um, Yeah. How do you think other scholars may end up using this project in their own work? I think it'll be a useful tool, especially for undergraduates um, who maybe just want like an overview of, um, you know, just the different groups, as we've said, that took place, uh, took part. Um, As well as I think it, you know, it's a good example of collaboration. Yeah, I would just add on that. Um, I think people will be putting it in their syllabi. Like I've seen a few people talk, like Stephen Prothero retweeted, talked about adding it to his uh, like religion in America course. And I saw someone else tweet. They were like, I was working on my religion and violence uh, syllabi. I'm going to add this. So I think... Um, I think it'll just be, you know, like a resource that it's like centralized and that people can go to to just like reference and yeah. Do you think that the style of project is helpful to the humanities and why? As we discussed, this was like, this was like a public humanities and a digital humanities project. Um, and we looked at some other public humanities projects Um and I think uh, like this is a pretty accessible way of presenting scholarship to um, to the public. Um, uh, so yeah, I think that's helpful. Yeah, I think you know when none of us are surprised anymore when we tell people that we're studying religion, when their response is like, "Oh, my grandpa was a pastor," 
or, oh, so are you religious? Um, you know, just those kind of like misunderstandings about what we might study uh, doesn't surprise us. So I think having a project like this that can hopefully, you know, showcase to the public that religion intersects with so many different aspects of society um, and that it's not just about, you know, studying the Bible, but it's also about seeing how, you know, what people do with what we call religion. I hope that this can be a resource for the public to help understand um, religious studies. Yeah, that's uh, to go off Sierra, that's one thing I appreciated about this project, just the digital humanities as a whole, is that it allows people who, you know, usually when they have access to this type of information to, you know, not only is it free, but like it's, you know, anybody could access it. That's something that, you know, academia is missing a lot. Like only a very niche group of people usually have access to these type of conversations. Thanks for listening and make sure to visit uncivilreligion.org. Study Religion is an American Examples production from the Department of Religious Studies at the University of Alabama with funding from the Henry Luce Foundation. This episode was produced by Erica Bennett and Sierra Einkorst. Follow the Department of Religious Studies on Twitter and Instagram at Study Religion or on Facebook at facebook.com slash rel at UA. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast, Study Religion, on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, and give us a rating and review. You're so similar. Um, <laughs> Can you hear him? <laughs> that was the funniest hot <laughs> yell I've ever heard. <laughs> ever. That <laughs> he hates he hates when I'm on Zoom or like FaceTime or anything.